It's a little after 8 p.m. and uh, we are now going to our conversation, of course, uh, in the SMME exchange. And uh, before we get uh, into our big focus today, which is going to be on legal matters and uh, the implications those have for small and medium-sized enterprises, uh, we're going to first shine a spotlight on the small enterprise finance agency, CIFA. Now, you certainly would have heard in the last few days or so where they are going to be playing a critical role in the tourism equity fund uh, they've got all manner of uh, uh, micro and uh, small and medium-sized uh, uh, funding packages uh, that uh, i guess are extended to uh, smmes of all different shapes and sizes and uh, certainly a major player in our funding ecosystem in south africa for small and medium-sized enterprises and uh, the ceo um, golisa machamba joins me now on the line good evening Shikazi, and welcome Good evening, Ayabonga, and good evening to your listeners, and thank you for having us. Yeah, Let's maybe start off here. Um, you know, if you could just give us a brief background of CIFA, uh, and maybe, you know, the role of Indy Medjalwai CIFA in, in the broader ecosystem. Uh, we know there are many other players, the NEF, CEDA, you know, uh, there would also be the Industrial Development Corporation. Uh, when you think about all of those development financing institutions, um, I guess the public ones, uh, at least of all those ones. Um, where, where does CIFA fit in there? Once again, um, CIFA is a, is, a, is, a, is a development finance institution of the Department of Small Business Development. And it is also a subsidiary of the Industrial Development Corporation. Um, you will recognize that the, one of the main reasons why government formulated the development finance institutions is mm-hmm. to address the market failure of the reluctance of banks to provide or extend credit to, to SMMEs. Sure. And uh, then government formulated these development finance institutions. We focus as CIFA on the small, medium, and micro-enterprises, including cooperatives, um, and we provide funding up to the tune of $15 million. For, for, for SMEs that qualify. But we also have a, a variety of products that we provide within that space, like asset finance, bridging loans, revolving loans, and term loans. And we also have uh, what we call direct lending, which is where these ones belong to. In addition to that, we've got what we call a, a, a wholesale lending. Wholesale lending will provide loans to intermediaries who in the main will own land to other small businesses. For example, you find that a person's got a contract, maybe from the private sector or from government, but they don't have the cash flow to procure the inputs to deliver on that contract. Then our our intermediaries then provide that assistance to, to, to provide access to finance. And then we also have other intermediaries who play at the very micro level where they provide funding to your, you know, the aunties who sell veggies in the streets, they want 2,000 yes, rents yes, to yeah. go and buy veggies stock for, from the market. Then so we like also work with those. Yeah. Mm. Then mm. at another level, we work with government departments who actually accelerate some of the policy interventions of other government departments. For example, we've got a, a scheme from the land reform department where we provide assistance to sugarcane farmers mm. to, to actually run their operations in those farms. And then we just now launched with the president last month the Tourism Equity Fund, where we work with the Department of Tourism to provide also access for black, I would call, uh, uh, players in the tourism space. Because you will understand, 
Ayabonga, that tourism is predominantly owned by white operators, particularly sure. the medium-sized ones. And we said now we needed a government to provide an opportunity for the previously disadvantaged to own equity, number one. Number two, mm-hmm. for those who are already in the space, to provide funding to upgrade and expand their operations in the tourism space. And some of them may need funding to put uh, some basic infrastructure for their, what called their tourism uh, enterprises. Sure, so sure. we play in that space. And now okay. we did also uh, provide during the COVID lockdown, mm. uh, government uh, developed what was called the debt relief scheme through the Department of Small Business, yes. where we actually disbursed 360 million rands of that money to SMMEs. And we therefore protected about 23,254 mm. jobs uh, through that intervention. Yeah, yeah. See, oh, you know, the, the, there's often the perception um, that uh, many of our DFIs uh, happen to be more risk averse than even some of the commercial lenders. L- mm-hmm. Let's talk about the terms um, on which you offer some of the products that you offer uh, in comparison to, to what might be on offer in the commercial space. Because I guess, uh, as you're correctly saying, you emerge as an entity to deal with a market failure, uh, which mm-hmm. is the reluctance of the commercial sector to fund and many of these entities uh, that you have come into the fold to now fund. Are, are you more risk-averse than they are? Not at all. Contrary to popular belief, we even finance Ayabonga entities that owners do not have collateral or surety ship. We say we look at the viability of the business and we forego that requirement for, for collateral because we believe that that particular business proposal will materialize looking at the viability of the business. We don't insist on the on the issue of collateral because we know a majority of of the previously disadvantaged people they don't have that cash lump sum sitting there to use as collateral. And we we have what called mm. as a public entity what is called a moral dilemma. We cannot be seen Ayabonga going to a victim booty from his house because he sure, didn't save sure. it our loan. So we mm. try to find other creative ways of of what we call. Uh, limiting that 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 what called mm. that uh, reluctance to to lend, and sure, um, sure. we also like during the the COVID uh, period, we gave the entities that were in our books six months moratorium to pay interest and capital, oh. and we were we had to forego about hundred hundred and five million rand of money that we should have collected as CIFA. So we sure. before even if the business is failing or, or facing uh, what we called challenges. Before we call the sheriff, we call the mentor to come and assist that particular business. More especially with the youth, because we find that some of the youth who apply for funding, they don't have the business experience. So mm-hmm. what we'll do, we partner them with a mentor so that they are guided, at least for the duration of our loan, uh, through uh, starting up and running that businesses. And uh, with, the, with the commercial banks, what we've done, one of our products is called Cooler Guarantee Scheme the credit mm-hmm. guarantee scheme. We work with the commercial banks. We instruct them that you provide loans to these designated groups of youth, women, previously disadvantaged, and people living with disabilities. And then as mm-hmm. if I will come in and, product, and provide a credit guarantee to those loans. And we monitor the performance of the banks that will provide that credit guarantee Mm-hmm. So, so effectively, you de-risk you, you, you de-risking some of the loans for the commercial banks, 
um and 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 maybe we, you know Golunyusuk, we must have a conversation of sure. you know uh, whether or not some of those need de-risking uh, in light of how the the scheme has been designed but maybe before i let you go the, the other question i just want to find out from from your end that many entrepreneurs who are listening to us might be thinking about is one how do they i guess apply for this funding what are some of the criteria that you put into place uh, because as you effectively said i mean this is funding that ranges from 500 rand you know to anything in the millions yes look uh, we we will assess ibonga each business on its merit because for example if you look at a term loan a person wants to build or buy a petrol station there are certain issues that we look at that that petrol station must pump a certain limit what call a minimum of literage of petrol and diesel and then mm-hmm. have a, a sea store so that generate enough revenue to service the loan so we look sure. at the viability of 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 such service stations because there's a tendency now where some people would like to dump dead service stations to black people mm. and we know which one will work and we know which one won't work and then we advise them that this one don't touch it won't fly so sure. we, we 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 are accessible also through our offices we've got offices in all the provinces and also people can also access us through where the email called helpline at cifa.org.za helpline at cifa.org.za and those who have got access to to the what we call the web they can visit our website www.cifa.org.za and they can also call our call center to be directed to the right people at 012-748-9600 along okay Clegas, we'll have to leave it there, but uh, certainly not the last time uh, we'll be uh, talking to you at uh, the CIFA because uh, certainly but we'll have to leave it here this evening. Ngoli Samachama, the CEO of the Small Enterprise Finance Agency. Ngoli